Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles, welcoming you to another edition of Lyles Movie Files. Joining me, as always, it's the little brother, Jace. How you doing, bro, Shot? Doing good here in rainy Maryland. Enjoying, enjoying life and glad to have the power on. Absolutely. There has been hours of thunder and lightning, almost to movie levels of vibrating the house Lighting up the sky has been a massive storm. So massive that I thought Dwayne Johnson was flying overhead. Making sure Black Adam does not get canceled. <laughs> and speaking of things and people that will never get canceled, is Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller is the Teflon Don of movies. I heard Harvey, Harvey Weinstein was trying to reach out to Ezra to go, hey, What's your secret, bruh? I need some advice. Because just in this last week, Ezra was charged with felony burglary in Stamford, Vermont. Now authorities are trying to locate a 25-year-old mother and her three young children. And the authorities think Miller is shielding their whereabouts. How? How, Dean? How? Does all of this stuff continue to come out on a weekly basis not just monthly at this point weekly basis and miller's just like and dc warner brothers heads are like i don't see it i don't hear it i don't want to read i don't want to even smell any of this ezra miller controversy maybe they have john cena going with full hypnosis on them you can't see ezra It's impressive, honestly. I mean, I I just don't know of anyone who, I mean, honestly, like one-tenth of this press would get most people fired. Like, I mean, any, I mean, like almost any one of these scandals almost at this point would have got somebody fired. And it's now, he's it's like, okay, I, I can do this. Okay, like I mean, like the incident in Iceland where he, he, he uh, was on camera choking the lady out. It was like that would have been a fireable offense. I don't. I never understood how he avoided that. I I don't. I think it was probably because Warner Brothers had two franchise movies that he was in that they didn't take action against Ezra in um, what was it? Uh, Secret to Dumbledore, but this Flash movie. It just seems like, guys, I don't know how you can work with any other future actor and potentially fire them for conduct if you don't fire Ezra Miller for conduct. Yeah, that that would be a really bad look. And it's even worse when you consider people who have sterling reputations getting their projects canceled. And then Warner Brothers is going, hey, we really want to work with you guys. It wasn't a reflection on anything you guys did. The movie just wasn't up to the quality. So it was nothing you did. It's just the movie quality sucked that you guys worked on. But we want to do more stuff with you in the future. Yeah, if we didn't give you the budget to make it, you know, a blockbuster movie, it's like, then give us the better camera, better I mean, action. Like, we can, we can, if you want me to run up $130 million on special effects, I'm pretty sure I can do it. Like, you want some CGI? I can. I mean, we can add all that stuff in. We probably shot off a 4K camera anyway. So, adding in some special effects to get Batgirl released, 
Yeah, no problem. We can make that happen. We can blow we can blow your money, trust me. I've watched but, really good episodes of Arrow with great fight choreography on a CW TV budget. I find it very hard to believe a $90 million feature film for HBO Max was going to look worse than really good episodes of Arrow. I mean, to be honest, that it's almost like that logic is it's literally like they were using it because it, I don't I really don't think it was the actual quality of the movie. I think the guy, the president just figured, "Hey, we're going to spend a whole lot of money in this Discovery Warner Brothers, I mean, a HBO merger. We need to have some losses so we can actually write down my my salary and a couple other exec salaries." Way more than actually basically giving a movie away for free. I don't think it had anything to do with the quality actors. I mean, I think I don't think it had anything to do with them. I think it was just in Flash is probably a bridge too far for two hundred million because they're like, well, we probably can't do that because you know everybody will really start having suspicions on if we're canceling this whole thing and you know we may investors may lose confidence in us. Ha ha ha. On this, but but the crazy thing is, everyone would understand. <laughs> like, oh yeah, your actor, your lead actor is going nuts. No problem, we get it. Yeah, write it off, do your thing. Ezra Miller sunk your movie, and no one is going. Oh, what a travesty! We're not going to see this Ezra Miller movie because you know there's been the running joke online that Ezra Miller is basically Reverse Flash. In this movie anyway in real life and it feels very true because choking out women basically shielding women and her children from authorities that's the act of a supervillain. no i mean and you're just mentioning the kind of the first and in, in the the alpha and the omega but the in between is yeah the, far. i mean it's just like burning the couple <laughs> threatening to kill I mean, I'm I'm just like I mean not not I mean it's like I don't know if I can compare Johnny Depp and Ezra Miller, but Johnny Depp for whatever however you want to say it, was exonerated, quote unquote, for what he did. Ezra Miller is like, I got a camera showing him doing this. Like, we're not taking him off this project. We like we have all the evidence we need. We don't need an investigation. We Everybody can see, like, hey, he's doing this to a lady who's just asking him a question. It wasn't like she was heckling to do. Right. Like, we see, I mean, it's like, I mean, he's got three burglary charges, and it's the law enforcement and private citizens saying this dude just randomly coming in my house, acting like he owns the place. Like, how many more criminal charges need to be filed on this guy? I mean, is he John Gotti? I'm not sure. But it's starting to look like he is. Yeah. I mean... That's just going to come out to Tupac's Untouchable soon. I mean, he might as well. I mean, I mean there, there is... I mean, I think it, it, as long as he doesn't do anything disrespectful to the presidents of, of uh, HBO's wife, just comes up there and just... Gives her a Will Smith. As long as he doesn't do that, I think he's safe. If I mean, and even that, I'm I'm scared to say this guy's like, are y'all gonna do anything to have have some kind of consequences for his action? Because it at this point, it doesn't seem like they're wanting to willing to do it. 
Yeah, it, it's a mess. But Esther's not the only mess in Warner Brothers DC. Apparently, yeah. according to a new report from The Hollywood Reporter, before this new regime change, there were all kinds of grand plans. There was going to be a Secret Six movie. And I don't know if you remember Secret Six. That was Catman, Deadshot, Parademon, Ragdoll. Really fun team. And basically an alternate version of the Suicide Squad. And they were on the run for Mockingbird and all the villains that were uniting under, not so much, Lex Luthor during the Infinite Crisis era. It was a really good run, really fun comic. And I think that would be a good movie. But the problem is... This is like introducing Suicide Squad as your third movie in your universe and hoping everybody's all on board. It's like, what are you doing? Okay, whatever. Maybe Secret Six will work because y'all don't care about setting up and building your universe. And speaking of building their universe, there are also apparently plans to do a Crisis on Infinite Earths movie. That's what The Flash is, right? No, that's I mean, going to be a Flashpoint movie. I mean, that, that's, that's the only reason. That can only be the logical answer on why this movie exists. I mean, it's like Flashpoint. Like, it's got to be Crisis. Like, no, nah, just get rip it off. Like, but, and, uh, uh, like, Secret Six. I kind of vaguely remember that. I'm, I don't remember if I wa- read the comic completely. I was but, looking at the show. You, you did. Okay. But I, I just... Again, not having a coherent plan on what to, how to world build is been DC's biggest, I mean, Warner Brothers, DC's biggest flaw. It's, we can, we can talk ad nauseum about that, but it's like, you, you've not set the table and you keep trying to ask people to eat your four course meal. It's like, where's the fork? Oh, we didn't, we didn't bring it. Can I get a glass of water? Nah, man, we'll, we'll have to get, we'll get back to you in a couple weeks on that. We're out of both water and glasses. So, uh, can, can I get a Coke in a, in a can? Sorry, man, our refrigerator broke. <laughs> our food's ready. Like, it, it's just like they don't, they, and it's like, especially when you have this A level beside you and you were looking like some, I mean, some Z grade meat. Nobody wants to touch you at this point. And now it's, it's just like they're just, every, I mean, the positive news. It's like I would be leaking random trailers <laughs> for um, what is it for a sh- Black Adam or something. I need I need some positive news if I'm D- if I'm Warner Brothers. I mean D- HBO. I'm I I can't remember what the company is now. I have to apologize, but they need some positive. Just like this, let's change the story. Like who who do we still have under contract? Put them out there. Like I, if if Jason Momoa is still under contract to do Aquaman two. Put them out now. Like, tell them, ask, we'll pay them a million dollars to come off vacation for Macquarie too. Just talk about stuff. We don't care. We don't care what you want to talk about. Just something positive. And if it comes to Ezra Miller, did you remember? Hey, nice did, question. did you see that picture of me and Ben Affleck? We need all of that. Just everything you can to deflect, I mean, whatever. But we need some, we need some, you know, we need some superhero level deflection on this point. It's very interesting because I think if they had a plan any year since 2008 with Iron Man, 2022 was the ideal year for DC to come hard with some good products because 
it hasn't been the signature year for Marvel Studios. Yes, they've done a lot building out, fleshing out things that will pay off later. But this was the gestation phase for the multiverse saga. And if DC Warner Brothers had come through with really good movies, I think they would have seized just a little momentum, have people going, okay, Warner Brothers, we see you. I'm interested in more of your DC movies. Instead, it's stay tuned for Black Adam. It really is coming. We're canceling Batgirl. Who knows about Blue Beetle? I mean, you know, the interesting thing is, like, if you, the way Marvel releases their phases, you almost have a three-year knowledge on when they're going to be like, okay, I don't think that's going to be as hot. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you can plan based on them. It's like, all right, so 2018, you see, all right, after Endgame, they don't really have movies set up. And they're not talking about it. So they probably don't have as concrete a plan as we're used to. What are we going to do to fill that gap? Like, there's blockbusters we can have. And Marvel's shown you can have three blockbuster projects in a year. Yeah. And we have, I mean, we we, we know... Uh, uh, Wonder, we 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 screened Wonder Woman eighty four. We know what that's about. <laughs> Just that's, 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 that doesn't cut. Uh, but it's already shot. And we got we got we got to delay that and do whatever we can possible so that movie never sees the light of day. And how does that movie come out and Batgirl doesn't? But, okay, uh, see, that's the thing. It's like Marvel Studios plays Uno and they put their final two cards on the table. There's no oh man. Uh, I wonder what's left. They're like, nope, I have a red and a blue. And they don't care if you know what they're doing. And Warner Brothers, instead of going, hey, they've got a red and blue, they're like, um, let's put a red card down. And after that, let's put a blue card down. Oh, no, we no. lost. What happened? No, They'll put a wild and say, the color's red. <laughs> that's what they'll do. <laughs> that's what these Warner Brothers are doing. And it's just like. And they have a draw four in their hand. Uh, yeah, it's like no, no, no. I got, I got them after that. Once they drop that red card, it's, it's, it's and, and, and that blue card, I'm, I'm put the draw for them. Bam. Oh, gotcha. that's not how it works. Oh, wow. yeah, it, it's, oh. it's a mess. So. I mean, because it's like there is, you could have literally like, okay, we know there's gonna be a week slate. Let's let's lock up our Superman. I don't care which direction we're gonna go. Let's lock it down. Let's get. I mean, we're gonna have. I mean. Man, this is a problem. Their stupid offshoot projects take more press away from their main projects. This screws the whole dang thing up. It's like, I'm saying, oh, you have, like, oh, we, we announced we're going to do this off-world Superman, and then we're going to do this off-world Batman, I'm sorry, Batman and an off-world Joker, but we really care about these guys you've actually seen in a team movie that we didn't build up at all. But we're not even mentioning the fact that two out of the three heads of basically EC are undecided. Like yeah. there should I mean it's like that I mean, it's like in Comic Con they should have been making huge news. Like especially this year, even if you didn't have a perfect plan, this is when you let the fans know, hey, here's our Superman going forward, here's our Batman going forward, we're not hiding anything, this isn't gonna be a surprise, like you know, these are going to be the guys. We're really excited. You know, they're going to be, eventually we're going to love to see them work against um, Black Adam and the Justice Society. 
we're, we're really excited about the, what the future holds. They don't even sound like they're excited because they don't know what the hell they're doing. They're like, they don't, oh. they don't know what's going on. It is crazy. And they just do random stuff. I was at Target today and I saw the Black Adam figures. And have you seen Dr. Face design with the helmet of Naboo? Uh, I, I'm just saying no because it, it's real it was, sketchy. Thought... It's like they have half of it where it's kind of like an indention of an eye, but then the other half is just blank. It's like, what are y'all doing? Just use the comic book. Look, just literally go to Smallville. Literally, Smallville did it. Yeah. Like, like, there's nothing you had to do. Just literally take the helmet of Doctor Fate from Smallville. <laughs> it's not hard, but they they go. How can we make this harder? And I think that's the problem. I was thinking since. You know, way back in the day, 2008. How many years went by before we had... So, let me see. 2008, we had Iron Man, the first one. Then, 2013 was Iron Man 3. Yeah. Alright, so then we had Thor. And Thor came out 2011. Then they had The Dark World. Then they had Ragnarok. They're already on to the fourth Thor movie now. Captain America came out 2013... Or was that 14? Avengers was 12, right? I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, so that must have been late 2011 where Captain America came out and then we had Winter Soldier 2014 and then Civil War was 17, 15. Anyway, they made sure it wasn't like two to three years before one of their heavy hitters had another movie coming out. And we've had no sequel to no no solo Ben Affleck movie no sequel to Man of Steel Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman's had a sequel that was bad they finally figured out like hey we need to do a sequel to Aquaman but that first one came out so long ago Shazam not really a big high profile movie but people liked it and that one has a sequel why are these movies moving ahead before your Superman Batman and Wonder Woman I don't understand because they like I mean like they're big things like I, I know their whole idea was we were going to have a project with Ben Affleck and Ben Affleck was going to direct, you know, and he was, I mean, I think that's what ended up being the Matt Reeves Batman project. And it was. That, that got derailed. It was like, but it should have been, hey, here's what we got. We're going to do Batman versus Slade Wilson. And that's going to be this cat and mouse game, you know, you know, the Predator versus Batman. You know, maybe we can introduce, you know, some Titans in that you know, if you know, if we're really world building, like, hey, let's introduce why the Teen Titans have issue with this guy. But we don't think, you know, at all. We, I mean, it's really like they weren't planning anything out, and it's now is the culmination of just how bad they've done. It's like, like when you and you and you always are like mention a Green Lantern. It's like Green Lantern should have. It's like, hey, it was maybe one what you wanted. But you had an idea, like, hey, could you have not gone forward and maybe recast Ryan Reynolds and came out with your Sinestro movie? Because, I mean, you're missing a golden opportunity. So, like, the Sinestro, like, I know, I know you, in, on uh, Lost Figure File, you were talking about how the uh, Sinestro War and uh, Blackest Night, all of those should be movies, you guys, if you're not coming with them live action. You should definitely have those on animation, like, in the next... That should have been... I mean, how are those movies not... Those graphic novels, all those stories not being... How... They've been out... Those are, like, 10-year-old stories now. They should have been on a different medium. Like, 
they Warner Brothers is just bafflingly screwed all of this up and it's just for comic fans and actually movie fans I think we're all getting cheated out of this and it's it's just more and more you're like I, I just don't want to mess with you guys like you guys are screwing it up so bad it's like you're just useless to me so speaking of things that are not useless Disney Plus announced that they have now topped Netflix in terms of subscribers they're 221 million compared to 220.7 million for Netflix that's wild but maybe not so wild when you consider they're delivering content that people want they've had exclusive premieres on disney plus constant shows from star wars the marvel cinematic universe original movies they put out a lot of stuff and netflix is like hey we got a new movie every friday and that's a cool gimmick but they don't have enough stuff they don't have the content which is crazy because Netflix was where you went for everything. But then everybody said, hey, we want into the streaming business. Netflix has suffered and they can't keep cranking out enough stuff to meet the demand of everybody, especially when they're putting out stuff like, hey, let's do it, throw it against the wall. Let's hope it sticks. This is Resident Evil. Ooh, that was a stinker. I could have told you it was a stinker from the moment they came up with it. I know. That wasn't Resident Evil. I mean, it's just like, dude, Resident Evil's Chris, uh, Claire. Jill, Leon, fighting zombies. It doesn't need to be that hard. They're like, let's reinvent everything. No, don't do that. Or even Super Alice. I mean, but jeez. I was like, I want no parts of this. This this is worse than Super Alice. It, it was funny. Like, I literally called you up when I, wa- I was watching that. And then by the end of it, I admit, I was hate watching that show. The last two episodes, I'm just like, this is horrible. And I'm just, I have to finish this. So I don't have a, whatever happened with that show? I needed it to be over. And it's like, oh, we're going to have a next season. I'm like, good luck with that. Because I'm off this. It was like, the characters were horrible. And it was like, uh, I mean, it's like, oh, this is what ends the world. It's like, man, I I mean, I miss Super Alice. It was so bad. It was like, how did Which is really bad. It was still one of the most brain I want to say brain dead formulas to screw up because it's been proven it's not it's not impossible it, it, it really just like you know you have four characters I'm sorry really five because Albert Wester has to be a part of it and just go from there just don't do anything else like start with build up who's it like alright who's Umbrella what are they doing who are they selling to did they screw up a town did they screw up the world Go from there. You can build so many movies and subplots based on those, like because they're not just staying in Raccoon City. It's like, yeah. I mean, what was it? The initial T virus. Then what was it? What was Leon chasing? Like, a, uh, it didn't wow. even matter. It was so many stories you could pull from. And I said they have four characters, but honestly, you could take random characters and throw them into that scenario. The Resident Evil movie was good. You don't have to stick to those four. But that's the really easy basis, the foundation of Resident Evil. But you can insert random character A, who's like, how do I survive in this scenario? But for whatever reason, they won't do that. But here's another zombie uh, property that tends to get it right more often than not. The Walking Dead. So we know we're getting a Rick and Michonne series now. No movie. They, they pivoted. I'm fine with that because, you know, I'd rather just watch them on the small screen on, on installments anyway. I don't need to go watch Rick on the big screen. 
Now, they had planned for a Carol and Daryl spinoff, but Melissa McBride was like, hey, listen, I need a break. I get it. I need to be around my family. I'm not traveling for this show. So the Daryl spinoff is going to feature 28 Days Later style zombies. I mean, crazy horde running around. Crazy horde coming after him. What's, what's, your, okay. what's your thoughts? I mean, A, Daryl just tends to use a bow and arrow, so that probably isn't going to work. But I'm willing to give that much more try than actual. I mean, yeah, the Daryl and Carol idea was just like, all right, these guys got bubble wrap on them. I still, I now think everybody is okay with Daryl going bye-bye. And it's like, hey, you can say it's a limited series, but it may, I mean, like, I, I mean, it's almost, I, it, I'm almost backtracking. It's like, you're almost getting to the point where these guys are so, have no chance of dying. They're not Carl anymore. And that's the big problem. It's like, whenever you have a real tense moment, it's like, oh, shoot, is he going to die? No. It's it's Daryl. I think with any good story, because you know, outside of modern comic books, I'm not going in expecting the the main characters to get killed. I just want a little suspense of, oh man, that was a close call. And I think Walking Dead has killed off enough characters that they have credibility. Okay, and I'm all right with Daryl on a show. It was the fact of Daryl and Carol, the two really (laughs) super bulletproof characters. I don't feel like there's any suspense because in any scenario they are super bulletproof but if I just have Daryl Daryl can just go into action hero 80s mode just gunning down everybody pulling out a commando bazooka I'm down with that because that's Daryl in a video game but Daryl with Carol that's that whole oh do you feel that romantic sexual tension between the two no no it's not put it with Ezekiel let's call it a night and Daryl and Dog just going off and killing zombies. I'm all for it. You know, I mean, I, I just, I mean, I, I really think I'm good on the Daryl idea. I mean, it's like, if you gave me, what was that? Um, not 28 days later, because I think, what was the one? If you gave me like 30 days a night kind of zombies, kind of like them just, you know, being real. Being they zombies, were cheap being, zom- vampires. Yeah, I know. They were vampires. I don't care. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm. Let's do some cross genre, man. You know, the, the zombies created create the vampires. I don't know. Just give me, give me at this point, give me something a little new with that. Like, and maybe with the 28 days later, just zombies that might be better. All right, now, but, now, all right. How about this? I'm, I'm tired of I'm tired of people being the bad guys. Like, let, yeah, we we know we suck. All right, let's let's do do me something different. Come on. Okay. Guys. How about we have a new strand of of walkers that are have some vampiric tendencies, and Melissa McBride isn't Daryl's Norman Reedus's co-star, but instead it's Wesley Snipes. Done. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, I'll, I'll work with you there. You're on board. All right. Yeah. So. That that's that's all for this episode. I mean, I, I feel like every week I have to question Warner Brothers DC strategy because it needs it. They need to be held accountable. But things that also need to be held accountable are our dummies of the week. Dear brother, do you have any nominees for us on this fine night? 
Oh man, I'm just go go with our initial to- first topic. Uh, Warner Brothers execs are still not firing Ezra Miller because I'm I'm wondering. I mean, I don't know if it's an elixir that that dude's using or some actual magic, but the fact he has not been fired by actual somebody in charge makes him the dummy of the week to me. I don't care how much that write off is. My dummy of the week are the producers of Big Brother because they don't seem to understand. Unlike every other reality show. They have a live feed that viewers can pay to watch all the time. They put commercials on the network show. Hey, check out what's going on in the house 24-7 on the live feeds. People subscribe and watch what's going on on the live feeds. Yet for some reason, the CBS crew decides... Oh man, this would make someone come off super racist proposing an alliance to get rid of all the minorities so we don't have another cookout situation. And assume that people aren't going to know about it because there's no way for them to find out except for the live feeds that you constantly advertise. It's so stupid. Like, I can watch every other reality show and know their lies being weaved. Stuff is not the truth but if you show hey here's an option we can watch what's really going on and then you act like that doesn't happen that's where i have a problem yeah it's like reality tv show we i I think all of us who watch it we all know it's manipulated to create storylines but when we can actually see the raw footage it's like well guys i I saw what happened (laughs) like like well, will they be able to stop the cookout part two from happening? Well, no, we actually saw them screw it up when they tried to do it. <laughs> no, they can't get out of their own way. But no. the thing is, they won't even, they won't show that conversation where the dude is like, hey, we, we don't, I think we should just stick with all the white people. They won't have that on the network broadcast because they want to portray characters a certain way. It's like, listen, the people who have access to the live feeds and Twitter understand what's going on so when you see characters names trending with triple k's kyle and they're trending Mm -hmm. that's not a good look because you're trying to go kyle's such a nice guy he's got this sweetheart showman's going but everyone who has access to twitter is like uh yeah but he's trying to start up a race war within the house it's not good and it's like, hey, we can actually, like, you may, unless you were taking down all the videos of this, we'll show you the clip where he's being super racist. Like, it's not, it's like, and you're not going to, hey, like, no, seriously, look at this. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It's, it's, a bad, it's, a, it's a bad look. So, yeah, that's why they're my dummy of the week. So now it's off to go watch a reality show where my full blinders are on, and I don't know the truth, and I don't really want to. I just want to believe that these crazy kids are going to find love and stay together and everybody's going to say yes on decision day so Kevin Frazier can go, hey, I know you guys still aren't living together, but what's up with having babies? It's it's on the table. Yeah, yeah. It's not on the table, Kevin. Why don't you read the room? All right. Well, Broshot, thank you as always for rolling with me. Thank you all out there for watching and listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.